Welcome to the JFBC Students Podcast. We'll be covering everything from movies, sports, some comedy, and of course Jasper stuff. But mostly, it'll be talking with our students, their friends, and other Jasper people about their faith and what God is doing in their lives. This is the JFBC Students Podcast. All right, welcome into the newest episode of the podcast, the Spring Break episode. And today, our guest is none other than First United Methodist's own, or a, I should say Youth Culture's own, Stuart Branstetter. Crossing enemy lines today. Stuart, how are you? Doing well, Justin. How are you? I mean, excited to be here. Excited to talk about whatever it is we're talking about. And we are talking about all things spring break. And I'm doing all right, by the way. No. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't I don't know about you. You grew up in Panama City, so I'm sure you have a, a different view of spring break. But I, I've got plenty of stories. Some we're not going to discuss. And some that we are going to discuss. And uh, spring break is just one of those things that everybody really looks forward to. It's, it's funny, though, because... It used to be when you're in junior high and high school, uh, I mean, elementary and pre-K, whatever as well, but spring break was just that week in the middle of the school semester. Yeah. You were just, you were out. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid, you're just out. I don't know, you're going to get drugged somewhere with your parents. But now, like, it feels like the whole community gears up. Yes. And for spring break. Mm-hmm. And which is funny because I don't get a spring break. Uh, I feel like banks and every like government building shut down, <laughs> and like Chick Fil A's closed for a week yeah. because people going on spring break. I mean, it's weird. People really, it, it's almost like that Friday night lights close up the town because <laughs> yeah. Friday nights the game is on, and so uh, some of us will still probably be here. Yeah, and would like to partake in mm-hmm. Chick Fil A. Yeah, so we have just, to work. We yeah, just we have to work. We just don't take off because the school system says, "Hey, you know what? Weeks off, go have fun." Nope, we're gonna still be working. Although I try to make fun things for that work, but it is still technically we're still doing our job. So, um, Stuart, you got any really memorable spring break moments? I do. Um, and the best spring break moment I have actually doesn't involve me whatsoever. So again, grew up in Panama City. Um, spring break in Panama City is actually a month and a half long because everybody's spring break is our spring break. So we would still have school. We would still have all these other different things. But we would have waves of people coming into the beach area for almost a month and a half. And back in the day, MTV used to come out to Panama City and they'd have their big spring break bash tours. They would get all these rappers to come out for free. This is back when Lil Wayne didn't have like the crazy face tattoos and was skateboarding. It was actually relevant in the music industry. And so, shout out Lil Wayne. Also, shots fired, Lil Wayne. Yeah, uh, but he's not relevant anymore. I mean, name the last Lil Wayne song that was on the radio that people liked. Uh, (laughs) You can't. Uh, But so um, there's this concert that happened. Now I never went to those concerts, but because it was just drunk people fighting all the time. So a classmate of mine goes to the concert, sees somebody that they have kind of beef with. 
The person proceeds to grab a glass beer bottle, breaks it, and stabs him in the neck. There you go. Then, the guy has to come back to school the next day and explain to people why he got stabbed in the neck. Now, I don't know about you, Justin. Under no circumstance am I trying to put myself in a situation, one, where I'm getting stabbed, Two, well, I'm getting stabbed with broken glass. I'm just not trying to do that. And there's countless of stories in Panama City of fights happening, uh, people just getting drunk on the beach all the time. Um, but it's funny when you don't go to those things, other people's stories and problems become the best stories that you can tell. I'm just trying to think, do, do people still know about MTV? You know, because I... That's... Okay. <laughs> MTV now versus MTV when probably you and I were growing up. Two very different things. Yeah. TRL. I, I was about to say, I remember when TRL was live every... All spring, like that spring break week. I remember watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if our spring break would line up whenever MTV did theirs. Mm-hmm. But I remember TRL and Carson Daly live from Panama City Beach. Uh, they'd Club go to, Club, I was about to say they go to Club yeah. Lavilla. <laughs> Um, all those things, it, it just, boy, that brings back memories. And I just remember, <laughs> I remember my mom would come in, I was watching in my room, spring break on MTV and my mom would just, no, because uh-uh. every time <laughs> something would be on, yeah. that's just terrible, terrible, terrible things. I'm not even going to mention some of the things that were on there. This is cable. You know, this isn't even like uh, premium channels. You may not mention it, but I'll mention it. So back back when we were growing up, there was a commercial that was going around called Girls Gone Wild. Yes, yes, yes. And nowadays, that's like basically what people do on Snapchat anyways. <laughs> and so, but, so you get the idea. You can get the picture of it. But that was on primetime television that they were broadcasting what was going on in spring break. And if you pay like... $30 to receive the video. And I'm just like, this is this is what Spring Break... And a lot of people will say, oh, kids these days, they have it so rough. They forget what was on and what was being shown to us as we were growing up. Well, you know, that's the thing that MTV and... They kind of laid out the expectation yeah. of what we... One of the things we were going to talk about was like kind of the expectation of Spring Break. We'll get there, but, but MTV kind of shaped that mind of what... This is what spring break needs to look like. Yeah. So you'd have people from like the north and these landlocked states that would just come down. Mm-hmm. And because and MTV was a big deal. Yeah. It, it really was. It to, was a, to give you guys reference, um, imagine what the Nelk boys do now. That is what MTV was in the early 2000s, kind of late 90s. And they had that Girls Gone Wild, that that on repeat. Yes. That just adds, adds and adds. And, and they would film so much of it. Down in Panama City Beach, and uh, or where most that's where MTV set up shop for a long time, yeah. and then I think they, they Panama City said, "Nah, we're good. We're trying to become a family oriented place. <laughs> we get, we get, we built Pier Park, and then we said, nah, no more." PCB always has had this stigma of it's a party place. It is. It, it just is. When I was in college at Alabama, a lot of people. This is probably I think when it started to shift. Yeah. Um, Mid early mid two thousands, people would like my freshman year. We went down to Panama City Beach, mm-hmm. and 
that's, I think, the family atmosphere was beginning to try to take over that. Yeah. And then people start really going to Destin and, mm-hmm. and 30A. And 30A. 30A. I'm going to put that on the back of my car. And um, <laughs> The uh, red bar. It's, it's funny because when I was in First Baptist Tuscaloosa and working there, we used spring break as an opportunity to kind of do mission trips. Mm-hmm. It would take, not take the place, but it would be a different alternative for yeah. people to go than just to go down to the beach or um, wherever people normally go. Let's just be honest. The beach is where, when you think of spring break, the beach is immediately what people, a lot of people think about. And so that is, we wanted to do that. So some of the places we went, I went twice. Uh, we went to Ecuador. Great trip. Actually, my friend Jody is there in Ecuador right now. And so uh, serving and doing a mission trip there. We, uh, we also, the next year we went to New York City and exposed our kids to, oh man, there was, we had to share the gospel in the middle of Times Square. Hello. And um, that was tough. Hey, yo, I'm walking here. Yeah, and that was, actually it wasn't Times Square, it was uh, Battery Park or wherever yeah. the financial district was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, hey, go share Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I was mistaken for a terrorist in, in uh, Times Square, totally different story. Uh, left my backpack there. They thought it was a bomb. Yeah, that's what I'm Had to go about. find it. Uh, had to answer questions to some police officers. You know, no big deal. Yeah. Your average trip to typical, New York City right New there. Typical New York City. Typical NYC. And, you know, I did some things. We went some, one of my most memorable uh, Christian trips. <laughs> the spring break, we, we camped on the beach at Orange Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. But I like what you are talking about what that expectation and like spring break and like all these media companies and they still do it just in a different way. Yeah. You push so hard what that weekend is supposed to be or that week it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's an extended party is yeah. what it is. Would you agree? Yeah. I think everybody wants, and we were talking about this earlier, everybody wants to come back from spring break telling a story, being able to share that they had this amazing experience um, that they're at the beach, you know, it's, we got sunburned. We, we went to this place, this, and people will start listing off well-known places just so that way people's eyebrows will come and catch up. Now, if I was to say, Hey, I spent, um, I spent the weekend or the week at Port St. Joe. Some people are going to know what that is. That is maybe an hour outside of Panama city, same beautiful beach area, but it's not Panama City. Just like you talked about with 30A. People are going to say, oh, what would you do for spring break? Oh, I spent the whole week at 30A. 30A and Panama City Beach are the same beach. But because of the name, it brings notoriety. And it brings this, this sense of like, oh, we went here. versus It's almost like if you, if you can go to Disney World or you go to Six Flags, which one is more appealing to people? Mm-hmm. We're going to say Disney World. They're both amusement parks, but... One of them has a little bit more weight and value in it than the other one. Well, you think about it, um, that 30A sticker people put on the back of their cars was tremendous branding. Mm-hmm. And it it kind of made that, when we were in Tuscaloosa, that's where so many of the kids would go. Mm-hmm. They'd go down to Rosemary and, uh, I'm already forgetting all the different beaches that are down there. I just remember Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Rosemary and, and Ailes or Alice Beach or whatever yeah. it's called, Seaside. And... That was this 
place for them to be for for the week and you hear all these stories and you're talking about stories it's almost like going hunting and uh you get a big deer and you you mount that thing you, yeah. you put it up and in, in a room for everyone to see mm-hmm. and so uh, people have those kind of stories and and the bigger the better and if you go to a nicer place the better too mm-hmm. and so and then you get to come back to school and you share that or work or whoever post on social media post I on mean, social that's the thing like prepare yourself for the social media post mm-hmm. of clear water yeah the destinary i'm praying for yeah. rain and I'm for curious. everybody that doesn't go anywhere for spring break don't feel obligated to post on your social media that you're doing fun things like it's okay to have fun. I'm bowling in Jasper today. Yeah, yeah. Selfie yeah. time. Yo, what's up? What are you doing? I'm at the Jasper Walmart going to Sonic. Who's coming with me? But no, there's there's no need to share every moment of your life on social media because if you if you fall into that trap, you're you're chasing notoriety. You're chasing a sense of purpose and a sense of value from people based upon likes. Because what happens if you post something and you really feel good about it, you really want to share it, but it doesn't get the likes and the comments that you thought you wanted to? It but hurts. It hurts. Versus you look at the girl that, or the guy that people make fun of behind everybody's back, but if they post something that they they went to Miami Beach or they went whatever, and they're getting all these likes and people commenting on them, you know that half the people there are fake and they just want to say that, oh, I like that because of where they went. Rather, I think that's a bigger issue that we kind of struggle with in today's world is that we care more about what people are doing rather than the integrity of the person. Well, I want to go back to that that pressure of you didn't go somewhere. Yeah. And you feel that need for people to see, hey, I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I know other people are doing this, but I'm I'm fine where I am. Mm-hmm. And and if you were, you probably wouldn't be throwing social yeah. media posts at Walmart or mm-hmm. the bowling. I I think that just comes with once again the pressure of spring break. Yeah, these people are going to do this thing. They're going, and, and a lot of people are going to the same location. Yeah, and it and it really starts to feel like you're missing out. That mm-hmm. FOMO, and yeah. so fear of missing out and. I hate it for people that they they feel that pressure. I'll be honest. There's sometimes me, a 35-year-old youth pastor, like, gosh, I went hiking today. Well, I'm going to post about hiking one way or the other. (laughs) But I'm going to pretend like that waterfall in the Sipsi is like Uh, Hawaii, you know, and so here I am. You get the perfect angle. You got to wait. Make it it look like it's 300 feet high. So much bigger than it actually is. uh, really, it was just a runoff of water because it rained the other day. Yeah. But the way you angled your phone, it's like, mm. man, this you oh. cannot miss this. Yeah. Uh, and really, most people do miss it. So, um, I, I think that I, th- I think that is I don't want to call it a a bad part of spring break. I mean, look, like, people want to go to the beach; they can go to the beach. There's nothing. We're not making fun of of that. A lot of people want to get away. It's it's more this real life expectation, this real life allure that we got to make this week count. Mm-hmm. Because if people don't see that we're doing this, it doesn't count the same way. Or maybe it's we won't be deemed, we won't get those cool points. Or maybe we it'll be look like we didn't do anything for the week. Mm-hmm. Heaven forbid 
someone stay in Jasper, Alabama or in their hometown and just relax. Yeah. And kind of get caught up on stuff, including like rest and relaxation. Um, a lot of sports happen during mm-hmm. spring break all of a sudden. Um, I mean, I don't know what your take on, on, on some of that being okay with just staying at home and just relaxing. I don't know if you're that. See, I, I can be a homebody. Mm-hmm. I have my time where I like to be out. But you know, we just got done with D now. Yeah. So right now, you're telling me I could just lay on the couch and mm-hmm. watch a Star Wars marathon. And just relax a little and bit. just relax. And I, look, I, sorry, going off the rails here. <laughs> I like the beach. I don't like it when everyone else is there. Yeah. I like having my own beach. Mm-hmm. And and that just be just me time. Yeah. Or whoever I'm with, uh, bringing them there. Because you go to spring break or midsummer, July 4th. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You can't move. Yeah, and to speak from somebody who grew up in Panama City, um, the worst time of the year would be when everybody from spring break would come because not only is every restaurant packed, yeah. but every beach access point is jam-packed. And you're and, having to, to park yeah, for a ways and you're carrying and all, all your stuff. stuff and, and that's why I tell people. And then, like, a lot of people want to go to the beach because they want to eat the seafood, they want to go to the place, they want to get in a bathing suit, do all that different stuff, but they don't check the weather before they go. Like sometimes it can be freezing cold. Sometimes it could rain all week. They don't care. They just want to get out. And I think it, that speaks to a greater sense of if you feel like wherever you live and whatever your life is going on, that you, you have to escape to get a sense of like, oh, I can be able to breathe. You're coming back to this. Like you, you got to understand that Okay, you can go away and have a great week and have some resting and relaxation. Half the time when you guys go for spring break, you're not resting. You're jumping from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And so can you really say that it is a time to rest and relax when you're pushed for time because you get reservations to go eat here and you got to do this and you got to do this versus like if you stay home, you can sleep all day. You can, you can just... Watch, you know what? I'm not going to change out of pajamas today. I'm going to wear them all day. And, you know, I may wear them two days in a row. Who cares? I'm, no one's seeing me. And so there's this sense of learning to be content with where you are. That I think for a lot of people, spring break brings forth that desire of like, oh, but you could do this. Oh, but you can do this. So. Let's step on some toes. Because um, <laughs> that's always, always good. I. We talked about MTV. We talked about Spring Break. Um, there's movies that kind of chronicle Spring Break in bad ways. Always getting caught up in something that involves guns and drugs. As a Christian, should we view Spring Break as a bad thing? So, so I know that's a yeah, that's I, a very vague it, question, but it could bring forth conversation. I, I think. I think it's all about the context. So again, like there is nothing wrong with going to the beach. Nothing. But when going to the beach becomes an idol in your life, just just almost like with anything, when it be, when it comes and starts to take place of other things. So for instance, let's say um, the the youth group of the church they're doing a mission trip to go serve, do kingdom things, versus you have the opportunity to go on a beach trip or whatever trip for spring break. Which one do you think God wants you to do? <laughs> a lot of people will say, well, but I mean, like, I only get this one time. You know, it's, <laughs> no, no, it's, 
it's it's simple. I'm not saying that the beach is bad, but I'm saying if there's kingdom work being offered, how can you still apply yourself to that? You're still getting a break. You're still spending it with friends. Um, we'll go to the beach. We'll go to the beach. But what it boils down to is that people want to do what they want to do. Mm. And so whether it's – I can, we can almost flip it like this. Is Alabama football bad? No. No. But do people make an idol about going to Tuscaloosa on game day and say, you know what? They, we got in too late. We're not coming back to church on Sunday morning. It becomes something so much bigger that affects people's lives, and they just don't realize it yet. Until, again, there's going to have kids and parents and adults coming back from spring break, making mistakes that they're going to have to answer to. And they're going to wonder why sometimes in their life things kind of spin off to kind of the deep, dark end. Because you guys just had Dean out, mm-hmm. and you had students that made decisions to follow Jesus and then take their faith serious. Then they're stepping into a week to where they're going into um, all types of temptations that are there. Uh, guys and girls, you if you think I'm oblivious to you flirting with the boys or girls in the hot tub at whatever hotel you're staying at, like I, I know what you're doing. Don't sit there and try to convince me that you're not doing that. Um, because Panama City, why do people want to go there? There's going to be cute boys and cute girls there. Primary reason, beach fun stuff, yeah, but that's where people want to see um, and people, like we talked about bef- earlier before this, um, it's like the story of Jacob and Esau. Is that so? Esau exchanged his birthright to being the firstborn son for bowl of soup, <laughs> but a, a temporary fix. Yeah, he was hungry. He was just, he was just hungry. And so I think what that shares with us is that when you look at human nature, when you're craving something. And it's offered to you in the moment you're more than likely going to make a decision that is going to go against your character. Now, that takes self-discipline to be able to say no. But for most of us, we don't like self-discipline. We don't like people to hold us accountable for decisions and things that we have. Um, And so there's no doubt in my mind that there's going to be teenagers that are going to get offered free drinks, get offered free drugs. And they're, they're going to have a choice to trade something that God has called them to, a relationship with them, for a temporary fix that seems good in the moment. And I think that's when you break spring break down. It's like, what are you trading off? What's the trade off here? Are you trading off who God's called you to be, your character, your integrity? Uh, we use the, the big Christian word, your witness, for something temporary so that way you can tell a good story with a certain group of friends, but you're not coming to church and telling that story. No, no, you're not. And I think that, I think that's one of the things is we know what happens Yeah. when people go to the beach. Uh, does it mean every single day or does it mean every, every single person? No, but I always tell people, you know, I'm not an idiot. I might be an idiot in, in some areas, but like we understand how the world works. We too, yeah, have lived in that world, mm-hmm. and we live in the world we live in now. And yeah. so, and this is a dark place, and we know what is the most important, the most valuable things. Uh, I see stuff on social media all the time. You know, I, I mean, this is—we're not oblivious to what really happens on spring break. Mm-hmm. And uh, you make a great point about the Jacob and Esau, and you 
you you have something very important, like in Jewish culture, being the first mm-hmm. was uh, being the firstborn, super important. Yeah. But you're hungry. Yeah. You really want something. You really need something to eat. Mm-hmm. And this bowl of soup is is really not more important in any aspect whatsoever than your birthright. Jesus should be far more important than that one fun week at spring break. Yeah. You know, I mean, and by the way, you can still have fun at spring break. Yeah. And so it just, like you said, with stories and like that expectation and like this is what people do. Mm-hmm. And this is what, when you go to Rosemary, when you go to Destin, when you go to Panama City Beach, mm-hmm. this this is what you do. At the same time, you could do that anywhere. No yeah. matter where you go, uh, you can do those things. But is it worth it? And that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're trying to uh, bring up. You brought up D-Now. We just got done with uh, our disciple now. And it just so happened that it there's a weekend between before spring break. So you get this spiritual high of, man, I really love the Lord. Yeah, God's really doing something in my life. Mm-hmm. Jesus is super important to me. And God spoke to me. Mm-hmm. To two weeks later... Living it up, yeah. However, it is there. There is forgiveness in that. Mm-hmm. My question is like, what? What did God say to you at yeah. a weekend like that? Mm-hmm. And so, I think that that's just. I have a lot of things probably in my head that I'd, I'd like to say, probably maybe too severe or not. But Jesus is far more worth whatever spring break offers. Yeah, whatever the beach offers. Uh, and and Jesus isn't saying, hey, don't go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Jesus is like basically saying, don't go to the beach if this is be the outcome. Yeah. If you're going to be up uh, on TRL mm-hmm. uh, doing the things that are going to make mm-hmm. you know shows and movies that shouldn't be happening, um, you're more bold in it than I am. Uh, but <laughs> that's what it is. You you have to really weigh those things like. How, what does God really mean in my life if mm-hmm. I'm going to turn around and forget he exists for a week? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that makes any sense. But well, I think it also breaks down to how you go about carrying yourself once you're there. Because if, you're, if your family's taking a family trip to the beach and you're going there, you can go, you can have fun. But don't, don't leave your integrity and your faith here in Jasper when you go. You can still go. You can... Where where the bathing suit? Where where whatever you whatever whatever not whatever you want, but at the same time, like think think through things. Like, hmm, is what I'm wearing honoring to God? Hmm. Is is it is am, or am I revealing too much? Have those conversations with yourself. Ask yourself. Ask a friend. Now, don't ask a friend that's out there wearing thong bikinis. If <laughs> hey, you think this is because what are the, obviously what are they gonna say? And I think what we, what kids and what adults and people tend to do is that they know the answer they want to hear, so they're going to ask people the answer they want to receive, rather than when you get challenged by somebody else. Even if you take somebody that's um, old school Pentecostal that wears dresses and hairs and skirts and hairs in their bun or hair and stuff, and they wear suits everywhere. Like you ask an Amish person, Amish person, hey, should I be wearing a bikini? What are they going to say? You shouldn't be showing skin at all. Uh, And you can't live in that polar extremes, but have somebody that, hey, listen, I just don't think this is going to be very honoring. Because like, what type of attention 
are you trying to draw for yourself? Mm. And I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll be honest, and I'll say, hey, listen, if you're going to the beach or you're going anywhere for spring break and you're in high school, you have no business flirting with people in college. <laughs> Point blank, period. What's what's the end goal there? Oh, I met these college guys and we like it's again, it boils down to the stories we want to tell. Rather than you can have fun with your friends. You can have fun with the people. I was just about to say yeah. you can have a blast have with the people blast. you went with without ever really branching too far out in, yes. in certain areas. And so uh, I agree. I mean, you, there's so many people at the same time in the same place. Mm-hmm. It really is just opportunities mm-hmm. to be an idiot. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's cool factors points. It is. It's like, Oh, how, how cool can this be? How cool can this look? Um, versus I always, I always love to tell people when they say, Oh, we met, we met these girls at, at the beach or whatever, these guys at the beach. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, now what? Yeah. You're you're back in Jasper. They're you probably, got their snap. They're yeah. in Nebraska. Are you just gonna Snapchat them yeah. for forever and then date them and get married? Well, have like realistic expectations. Um, but I think for the majority of people, um, what spring break really turns into, um, it's almost like a this is my wild free pass to kind of do yes. what I want. And we'll we'll lean on well, um, God's. There's God's grace. God, God loves me. But yes, those things are true. But Paul also says, what shall we do then? Shall we continue on sinning so that grace may abound? By no means. Like you, Paul makes it very clear that if you're going to continue to live in a lifestyle of sin, that's not how grace really works. It is not. That, that's you choosing to live a certain way to appease yourself and not trying to grow in your relationship with God. And again, like, why can't you go to spring break and do devotions? Yeah, what, yeah. what is what's, stopping you? What's stopping you from doing that? Hey, you know what? Before I get up, before I go to the beach, I'm going to pray for a little bit. But, oh, we get, we get so busy. So it's the exact same thing here. It is. And it's just, there's plenty of ways to enjoy your friends. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of ways to enjoy the beach. And a the towns or wherever you you are and wherever you're spending without really forgetting who you are in Christ. Yeah. And it's not worth it's not worth in the long run. As Stuart's saying, you can't just I think I'm gonna send more so I can get some more grace. <laughs> it's not how that was intended. Uh, when you I'm gonna commit more crimes so that way like I, I go to jail for longer. Like that's that's really what you're saying right yeah. there. It's like I'm gonna steal more things so that way like I have a really good lawyer and they're just gonna get me case, off. My case is gonna be good. You know, you when when you become a believer, when you choose to follow Jesus, you are a new creation. Mm. Thus you should think and do things in a new way. Yeah. And so I, I just I hate putting the blinders on for spring break sometimes mm-hmm. as a youth pastor. And and it's just like, you know what? I know that everyone is sitting around the fire <laughs> and and they're reading they're reading the follow-up journal from Dean Al. Yeah. And uh, they're doing that together and they're prepping for Easter. Mm-hmm. And they're praying. Praying and you got kids that are fasting. Fasting. You know what they're fasting? Let me be honest. They're they're fasting church. They're fasting God during spring break. And that's, that's, I think if we could encourage you in any way, it's like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You can still, still, once again, we keep hammering mm-hmm. this in. You can enjoy your week away. Yes. And not lose 
sight or lose what is truly important in your life. Mm-hmm. If you're going to claim Jesus mm-hmm. and you're going to claim you've been changed and that God is really speaking to you about so many things, mm-hmm. then actually live that out. Yeah. Don't let those just be words. Because if mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if it just is words, then mm-hmm. it's... what. And again, what better opportunity to live it out during Amen. spring break? Like Amen. When, when you have temptation, we have everything in front of you. You just say, hey, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. Or even this. If you leave Friday to go to the beach and you don't get back till Wednesday, guess what? There are churches, countless churches online and in person that you can watch, that you can check out. And so to say that, oh, I don't have an hour to kind of get get some God in my... No, listen, half of you guys, after you get done for a long day at the beach, you're sitting there and you're watching Netflix in the hotel room or in the condo, whatever, for three hours straight before you go to bed. Um, so you can carve time and you can go and you can have fun. You can enjoy yourself. We're not saying, you know, stay in Jasper. Yeah, no one is saying stay, that. Saying uh, we stay, totally get it. Yeah, we're not saying it's stay okay in Jasper, leave. wear sweatpants and a hoodie and just eat ice cream all day. Yeah. Um, go, go enjoy life. You know, I, I think that's one of the things that I want to encourage people to do is that when when you follow God, life can be fun. Mm-hmm. Life can be enjoyable. We should be the most joyous people in the world. Um, but it doesn't mean we do what the world does. And so it means we do things our own way. And we say, hey, I know you guys think getting hammered drunk is a sense of a good time. But for me, a sense of a good time is actually being able to remember the people I'm having a good time with. Mm-hmm. Rather than, oh... I don't remember what their face looked like. No. You wake up with a tattoo that says, who's Bart? It's it's a story. You know, mm-hmm. it's you get to add that to your list of stories. I like how you put that. And um, Be smart. Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy your time away, but be smart. Represent Jesus. All right? Be like Stuart and I. He and I, we're going to Las Vegas this week. Are we? I got the tickets. Yes. yes. Church card? Church. Yes. <laughs> We got two church cards. Two church cards. Two church cards. I got a, I got a, I got a high limit on mine too. I'm good. I'm good. Just, just swiping away. Swipe, man. It, Vegas is gonna be great. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're taking the the all the money that we made from D now. We're buying Teslas. Oh uh, yeah, those those sweatshirts. They were just like five dollars to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, jokes on you. We yeah. are uh, yeah. taking it about. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that is, I need for legal purposes. Yeah. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> We're not going, going to, Las to Las Vegas. Las Vegas using church cards. Yes. Right. We're gonna do other things with the church cards. Mm-hmm. So like, um, buy food and eat. Buy food and, and take eat kids them. out yes. to lunch. Yes. Well, Stuart, thank you so much for your boldness and uh, so much that you brought to the table with this. This is no one likes listening to <laughs> <laughs> to that kind of thing, but it, it's true and it's important. I mean, like, if we didn't care about you, yeah, and we didn't, then we would just say, hey, "Go have fun, mm-hmm. go like load up, bro." Mm-hmm. But it's like I tell my four-year-old daughter: um, I discipline her because I love her. I I hold her accountable because I love her. The moment people stop checking on what you're doing and just let you live your life, th- their care for you diminishes. Mm. Because we have a we have a, a saying in our youth group, friends don't let friends suck. So if if I know that you're kind of sucking at life right now, and if we're friends, I'm I'm going to call you out because if if I'm allowing that to happen, I'm becoming a bad friend. I don't want my friends to be waking up not knowing what happened last night. And so like 
have people in your life that are going to care for you. That when you start to even venture off the path or you fall, you have shortcomings, and we all have those. Have somebody to say, hey, listen, come on, we, we got this. Let's walk through this together. We all need those types of people in our lives. And that's what we want to do for you guys. If, if we didn't love you and didn't care about you, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about these things. Amen. Well, I appreciate you joining us today. Um, great episode um, to talk about <laughs> MTV. MTV. And, and PCB. So I'm going to let you sign off uh, for us today. And um, I'm going to have you back again and, yeah. and answer the world's problems again. Mm-hmm. So um, This is Stuart Brandsetter. Signing off, simply saying that the Joker is the greatest villain in Batman. Heath Ledger.